Welcome to another Venue podcast with the poised crew from Venue. I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Will. I'm Brian. And I'm Philip. And we are poised and ready for a fantastic podcast today. Yes, and we are. We have Will that is back with us. Right, Will? It was a long week. I was out moving. I'm in a new domicile now. Very happy. Very cool. And let's just get this out of the way now. You purchased a, a thing. Yeah. Can this be the Apple the Apple Watch edition no. of the podcast? No. 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 We've already had those. I will say, yeah, this we did. watch has changed my life. <laughs> Speaking of changing lives, so Windows 95 came out 20 years ago, and that changed a lot of lives. It did. And that's our first news topic. Yes. Will, how was Windows 95's launch? I'm sure you remember uh, it fondly. So... <laughs> Being an older person in this in this podcast, I do quite well remember the yes. the I mean, launch of the night. I actually I have so if you go to my Instagram dot com slash wsellers, I have one of the last things I posted was an image of my original pre release edition of Windows ninety five. Featuring wow. the impeccable Edie Burkell as one of the videos that were thrown in on the C D ROM. Mm-hmm. I say CD-ROM because it was CDs at the time, and that was new technology. Is yeah. this? Um, could I say that Windows ninety five was the first modern Windows? Uh, yes, you can say yeah, that. Yeah, because three point one wasn't didn't have the start bar, bar right? No, was, so yeah. you had Windows three zero, which was very basic. You, you mean there was Windows one but Windows three zero was like the first one that was really adopted by a the, lot of the, people. The first one I remember was three point one, and then there was three point one one or Windows for workgroups, and then the madness started because now we have TCP/IP and Land Manager built in, so you can get out on the internet or intranet at the time. Um, so I mean, I remember one of my first jobs, um, you know, when I was co-oping and from LSU was I worked for Riverbend Nuclear Plant. And we rolled out. Um, so that's what's wrong with you. That's what's wrong with me. It's on the halt the radiation. Um, I, I I helped move people from uh, DOS and Land Manager to Windows 3.11 for workgroups and Land Manager. Um, cool. So yeah. So Sounds Windows 3, Windows 95 was the first. Uh, okay, what is it interesting? <laughs> Windows 95. I, you're right in saying is probably one of the first modern operating systems. Oh, cool. Did yeah. not have its own little problems and tweaks, but yeah, that was the first one that I, I think I messed around with a, a lot. Was 95? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was about eight when it came out. So. Yeah, eight. Yeah. yeah, I was nine. God. Yeah, I feel so old. <laughs> you were already working. I was nine. I was working in ninety. I started working in ninety three. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think I would have been 10. 10 so, okay. So, next topic. Say, speaking speaking <laughs> of technology, you know that that is in my generation. Uh, new iPhones are coming out. Yeah. yeah. Um, looks like there's a September 9th uh, event that's now been confirmed. Apple sent the invites out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, a, that's soon. Yeah. Is yeah. it me or is it too soon for another iPhone? No, actually, it's been a year. Same time as it was last year. I'm excited yeah. because my upgrade's coming up next year. So it means I got ne- a, next year. Yep, I'm getting another iPhone. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So mine's not. I, I, I bought I bought this on an upgrade. I don't think I'm going to actually do upgrades anymore. If, I think I'm just going to just buy the phone outright. What but if it's a seven inch screen? But what about what about that Force Touch? Got to have the Force Touch. <sighs> So I don't want a mach- I don't want a phone bigger than this. What's the uh, this is my max? What's the feature 
in this one that's going to uh, you know make it better than the other ones. So they're they're saying camera, I believe, and is, it, uh, which which kills me because I always like to say I don't carry DSLRs anymore. I just carry my phone because the camera's gotten so good. Now they're going to get another cam- better camera. Now I'm going to have to go buy another phone. But Jeez. just keep your phone. It's not Damn. the iPhone six phone camera is not bad. I mean, there's no, no reason. Great. There's no reason to upgrade. I mean, unless you need 4K video for some reason, which is one of the, you know, rumored things that's going to be in it. Really, 4K video? They're huh? saying 12 megapixel camera, 4K video. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And also the the official like tagline of the event is, "Hey Siri, give us a hint." So uh, so you can actually yeah. say that to Siri. Oh really? Yeah, and she'll give back hints. Oh, hints on what? Hints on the you, event. Should no. we do it right now on the on yeah, the air? Let's do it. Let's do it and see. Hey, hey. Come on, hang on. What am I going to ask it? Uh, hey Siri, give us a hint. Hey Siri, give us a hint. It's not. You, Wait. What? You can't tell from my colorful wavy words. You you said give us a hit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey Siri, give us a hint. Well, I hear there's something big happening on September 9th. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't much of a hint, but. No. Now you know officially. People try to read a lot into those taglines, and I, I mean that one, that one's kind of cool that you can actually ask Siri that. But I mean, could it mean something else? Like maybe yeah. maybe they're gonna make Siri maybe more but, like Cortana uh, work without pl- being plugged yeah. in or something. So that's know. just that right would... around the corner, isn't it? I mean, this is end yeah. of August. Yeah, beginning. Of, yeah, hmm. It's like two weeks, huh? Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking of things coming soon, there's not going to be a new iWatch, is there? Because I'm I just bought this no. damn okay, thing. Okay, so I would hope so. Hold so. on, let's let's get the lingo right. It's not the iWatch. I know Apple Watch. There you go. Apple Watch. You have one now, so you have to make sure to to say it. Correctly. No, I do. I'm I'm all about using the right. I would hope there's a new one coming. If there's a new one coming, then Brian can buy the new one, and I can buy Brian. <laughs> hey, there's always that option. <laughs> There is only that option. Um, yeah, so speaking of new announcements coming, uh looks like Office 2016 coming September 22nd. That was based off of a leak. Yeah, based so off a leak. Of a so leak. It's, it's, it's a rumor Takes right now. Oh, okay, yeah. so we don't know for sure. Um, <laughs> any, do we know anything about this? Yeah. About new features and stuff for 2016? I mean, I'm actually running Office. the preview of it right now on my Surface, and it's pretty good. I, I like it. What, what, is, what are the big differences? Why would I, in, a, in an era of Google Docs, why would I want to do Office 2016? That's a really good question because I actually I was going through that myself. Like during so during lunch, I used to take my Surface and I go some somewhere out in the hall where there's no Wi-Fi that I have access to, and I just start writing something, right? Because I like to write, mm-hmm. and I don't have internet access, so I can't use Google Docs, or maybe I can use an offline mode of Google Docs. Yeah, but I, you I'm can. always very wary about that. You can because yeah. I, I've heard horror stories of people like losing stuff that way. I, I just I don't uh, want to lose anything, mm-hmm. right? So I wanted something on my machine, so I downloaded LibreOffice and or Libra, however you say that. Yeah. Libra Writer. LibreOffice. Meh. So yeah. I, I went out and got Office Office 365 Personal, and I have um, Office 2016 Preview, and it's pretty nice. I like it. It looks a lot like Office 2013, but I guess a little bit more modern, and it has a touch mode now that makes it that spaces everything out a little bit more. So if you're mm-hmm. using a touch device, it's easier to to hit what you actually mean to hit. Oh yeah, cool. So that's pretty cool. But like, unlike on like an Apple device where it's very hard to hit what you need to hit. I've never used Office on an Apple device, okay. so I have no idea. <laughs> I have Outlook on my on my. I think he's just throwing shade. Yeah, I'm just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've actually never used it on an Apple device either, <laughs> yeah. but I'd imagine it's kind of hard using it on the iWatch. I don't know. Apple Watch. That's that's really a right. good question. I don't, I don't know. 
But I mean, so so Office three sixty five is is so I guess cheap mm-hmm. that I, I don't know. I mean, if you do a lot of writing, I think you might want to use that. I'm so used to Office that that's just my default. That's what I want to use. But yeah, but, but I also do a lot for, of writing in Google Docs. Yeah, for me, for me, I use I have Pages, Numbers, and Keynote on my Mac. Mm-hmm. And I got that because it was a one-time purchase. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> I got it because it was a one-time purchase, and it worked on my phones, my tablets, everything. Mm-hmm. And I had a family account, so everyone in the family could use it. So it was like a no-brainer. And then I actually started trying to interact with other people outside my house and found that, well, it doesn't really work that well, especially since people are sending you docs. And what date was this when you started to interact oh, with maybe people just outside a few, your house? Just a, few, just a few weeks ago, I was trying to email someone. Somebody emailed the docx file, and then I opened it, and it said, well, we can't use this font. We're stripping it out. Yeah, weird. And then okay. I say, I went, okay, well, I'm just going to save it and send it back to them. And I sent it back to them, and they're like, wait, what did you send me? I can't even read this file. So, wow. And I saved it back as a docx with compatibility turned on, and it still didn't didn't fit right it was a form for my new homeowners association and so the point of the the moral of the story is just get get office i mean you know you talk about libra office these other things and yet i I do love the i love the collaboration of things like google docs so are we are we saying that office from microsoft far exceeds anything that apple has put out yes Wow. And I don't have a problem saying that. That's a good whistle. Because okay. dropping because, the mic. Because, right no, no, I'm okay with that. Because the first version of a word processor, I think, for the Mac was quite, in fact, Office. In fact, Office came out mm-hmm. on the Mac before it came out on the PC. Wow. So there, yes, the mic has been dropped. <laughs> I thank yeah. you. I will say the new the new Office on Mac is is also really nice. Uh, it's yeah. also only for Office 365 mm-hmm. customers, but. But for right now, for right now, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it I like it because it's actually more in line with the mobile apps, so yeah. it's not yeah. a different experience. It's about you know pretty much the same across all platforms mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and everyone tells me Outlook for Mac is fairly nice. See, the new one, thirteen is terrible. Yeah, hmm. Outlook for the watch. Oh, Outlook for iOS and for Apple Watch is great. Yeah. Really, that's yeah. what I use. Hmm. Wow, yep. you get the little glance to show me. It tells me I had to have a nice day, like every yep. day. Really? Yeah. So the only thing I don't like. <laughs> so let me talk about that. The the thing I don't, the reason why I kind of stick with um, the native app on iOS, I haven't really played around with on the watch yet, is uh, Siri integration. So I'll tell Siri, Siri, read me my last incoming email, and it'll actually start reading it. I don't know if I can do that with Office. Well, well I guess I could. Just to stop you from just leaving it set up and turning no, no, off it, notifications. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. And here's a tip for anybody that does want to get Office 365 personal you could buy an HP Stream 7 or one of those cheap WinBook tablets for like 70 or 80 dollars and that comes with Office 365 personal and which which comes with 1 terabyte of OneDrive for a 1 year subscription right for a 1 year subscription so i mean basically if you buy like an HP Stream for 80 dollars you're getting a tablet for 10 dollars and then Office 365 for a year how can is you the run- tablet wow yeah how is the tablet it's all right can you run this one? Can you get the Mac? Can you get a Mac version as well? Or so, is it just so the PC version? Office 365 Personal is one copy for a computer, PC or Mac, mm-hmm. and one copy for a tablet. A Surface counts as either. A Surface mm-hmm. Pro counts as either. So, I can. So that's either way for mine. But okay. So it's a, it's basically one copy for a computer. Mm-hmm. But see, there's another. That's the personal version. There is the the home version, which is like five copies for yeah whatever. But it's a hundred dollars a year. Hmm. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but then again, it's a hundred dollars a year. Is there a way you can upgrade? Like if you if I bought sure. the okay, I yeah. only I only need one, so that's all I got. But I mean, for the price and for the free tablet and the sudden, you know, I got a terabyte of OneDrive now if I need it. 
So I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's about a hundred dollars a year. Is, is it's not a lot of money, but then it is when you start thinking about. It. I pay like one twenty for my hosting because mm-hmm. I have you know for years and years and years I've had a hosting company that handles all my 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 websites. Right, whenever I have a hair brain screen, I go try and set it. And that's where I set it up. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's not a lot, but it's, it's I think you're getting bucks. a lot for your money. But it's still a hundred bucks, and you can go to Google and do Google Drive. Again, and docs I, you're and right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I will say again, when you start interacting with other people and sending, mm-hmm. if you're sending documents back and forth, you start to have problems. I mean, it works a lot of the times, but there are some times, especially if someone's doing like forms and stuff like this. See, I don't I don't know that you find that as much on docs as you do on pages. So I find so, that so the iWork right. suite so, is yeah. a little wonky so, with compatibility, but mm-hmm. Docs usually is pretty on point. And you're right in saying that. Well, my, I agree. I, I'm lumping I'm lumping Google Docs and Pages and the iWork suite along with, as being kind of the same thing. It's really not. Shh, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've used Docs a lot with with Microsoft Word documents, and it works great. Mm. So, yep, throwing that out there. Well, if you, we actually, if you have the means, we it's always good to have a copy of Office. For, for collaboration purposes, we actually use um, Google Docs. Yep. Yeah. For the show notes here, we actually have a we Google do. Doc up that we can we all do. type on. Yep. yep. So Works great. So we can mm-hmm. strike through all of Will's Apple Watch posts. Yep. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we we, we <laughs> do do that. That's not a joke. We do I'm going to send, send each of you my heartbeat in the next few no, seconds. Thank so God get ready. Heartbeats are coming. I have an Apple dun, Watch. Dun, dun, dun. Thank God. So anyway. Um, uh, come on. Shifting gears a bit. Um, wanted to announce our venue um, Kickstarter page and <laughs> Patreon page for the venue podcast. You can go to our Patreon and sign up for a little as dollar a month. And uh, <laughs> I know people who do that. Totally I'm like, kidding. Oh, totally kidding. Okay, because I have friends of mine who have what, podcasts, and they're like, yeah. yeah, we're on Patreon. I'm yeah. like, mm, okay, we'll so, yeah. keep, keep your podcast. But So I just wanted to transition to this new topic for FIG. FIG is a new crowdfunding and an investment platform for video games. Um, and obviously, Kickstarter, Patreon, all kind of these crowdfunding-type uh, platforms that have been coming out. Um, but you haven't been able to get any kind of return on this stuff. Um, so FIG is apparently going to try to um, to change that a little bit. And so they're going to have, um, right now, there's apparently one game available uh, called Outer Wilds, and it looks like the actual investment round has ended. Um, but if you are an accredited investor, you can go in and uh, support the game. You have to input a uh, minimum of $1,000 in as an investor. Um, and yeah, it looks like for this particular game, I believe there was fifty thousand dollars that they allowed investors to invest, wow. and then uh, the rest is going to come from crowdfunding, just like a Kickstarter. Um, and it's an interesting platform because apparently um, the investors will get returns um, based on how well that particular game does, but they won't have any sort of creative freedom. Hmm. So, it's- so. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's interesting that the the creator or the president of the company that is doing the game that's on here is actually the guy that played Hiro Nakamura in Heroes. Yep, that is I, funny. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, totally it interesting. Mm. Um, Thanks for the enthusiasm, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was that was awesome. I was totally enthused about that. So anybody can. No, that was that was yeah that was a purchase. Really weird shock to see that guy. Yeah, yeah totally. 
Will, there is a silent mode for your watch. I know you're new yeah, to this. Yeah, could you please oh, so, silent so, your watch? So, so, no, no. Is, is there a silent mode for this? Yes. I know you can cover it, which is terrible. Awesome. Sorry, listeners, for the interruption. Will doesn't know how to use technology, so we're going to teach him Where's live. the silent mode? <laughs> swipe, oh, da- swipe down your glances and then swipe over to the left, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah there you silent. go. That little bell, you hit that. There you go. <laughs> now it's silent. We are, no, we are that's no, live no, teaching here live teaching. on the new podcast. Oh. <laughs> So that's Will. Um, He's found his found, iPhone. I had to make yep. sure I knew where my phone was. There you go. Which is a nice feature, by the way, of the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Okay. So so anyone can so anyone can choose a bundle and can actually invest in the different projects that are going on. Not anyone, though. No, right? not anyone. No. You have to be an accredited an, an accredited investor. So if you okay, so so if you, if so you go like, up to the top, right? Go up to the top. Go up to the top. See, it says down here, right above. Accredited investors can sign up to invest in future titles on Fig. So even if there was a twenty dollars thing and I wanted to like choose this bundle, I can't. No, you can. Oh yeah, that's what that saying. is actually uh, crowdfunding. Okay, you're not investing anything. You don't get anything back aside from the reward, quote unquote, if this project meets the goal. Right. See, so it becomes a Kickstarter after the initial investment round. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm so, fine with that. So after the initial investment round, anybody can. Correct. Okay. Have any yeah. of you have any of you personally backed anything on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or anything like this? I have. You have? Yep. How was your experience? I backed Exploding Kittens and it was phenomenal. <laughs> no, really. Can you go into detail kittens. on what that actually is? That is a card game. Okay. Where kittens explode. Okay. You can find it at I think explodingkittens.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was fantastic. It was like 20 bucks. I got the game already. I, inv- I think it was the crowdfunding was this summer. So um, and it's a great game. Hmm. You are not lying. Nope. It is, it is there. Yep. Wait, so it's is a game. It was a play oatmeal? on PC? Yes. The oatmeal. guy from the oatmeal? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a PC yeah. game or is it like it's a, a card, card game. game? It's like Cards Against Humanity yeah. except uh, not. You know I've never played Cards Against Humanity. Came in a nice box. Man, well. They, they upgraded the box to like a little magnetic clipping box. Nice. Where it clicks with a mag. Yeah. Hmm. So Fig, huh? Great. Yeah, so anyway. so Fig.co. Fig.co. Co is the website if you want to get your investment on. Um, I believe um, they will be opening up investment rounds to more people um, over the course of, or that's the plan anyway, to uh, change the requirements from being an accredited investor to a different investor requirement. But um, that's it. Um, Transitioning over to more game stuff. (laughs) Let's talk about The Witcher 3, which I have not played but I heard was freaking awesome. It is. It's a super great, it's an awesome game. And Phil really, really likes it. Has yeah. anybody else played it? Mm-mm. No. PC game? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's on it's actually all on platforms, all, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PS4, Xbox PS3. One. Oh, okay. So no, no, no. PS3. Current. Current, Jen. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> current, current gen. Wait, I think well, we've talked about the PlayStation 4 is the current gen. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No. Not PlayStation 3. Not PlayStation 3. Okay. That was years Apple ago. doesn't make it, so it doesn't care. <laughs> no, I do <laughs> care. I do care. Anyway, the big news for The Witcher is that it sold uh, six million copies in the first six weeks of its life, which is great. It's like a million a week. Fantastic. Yeah. And the best, the best part about that is that it did it DRM free. Yeah. And Phil, yeah, can you explain that to us? Explain what DRM is. Yeah, for the people that don't know. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. So DRM is basically copy protection for games. That um that prevents people from saying, hey, here's my copy of Witcher 3. Oh, well, I guess it wouldn't work for Witcher 3, but here's my copy of game. 
uh, you can install it on your computer. And if you have DRM, then that wouldn't work. It only works on the computer that you originally installed on it. All installed it on, or if or whatever it allows you to install. Yeah. Like some games might be like a, a license for two yeah. computers. Yeah. So usually, or usually the game comes with some kind of code that you have to input, or yeah. it's some sort of extra software that you have to install. That kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Witcher is Witcher is DRM free, and they also release uh, downloadable content for free. So I think what this really says is that you don't need DRM to sell a, to sell a game. It's not people stealing it or anything. It's, you have to just put out good content. Because hmm. this game is great. It's gotten great reviews. Uh, the gameplay is ridiculously long. I can't believe I'm still playing this game. I have no idea how many hours I have into it. But I'd guess it's a few days. Like, of total wow. hours. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. What is it based on? Like, what's the premise of the game? Tell me a little <laughs> bit about the game. You are you're the Witcher. You get okay. to go around doing witching things. Like, no. like no, yeah. so, uh, it's just uh, the Witcher is a, it's a series. This is actually the third game I think in the series. Yeah, because it's the Witcher three. It's based on a. It's actually yeah. based on a book series. It's, it is based on a book series. Yeah. I saw the book in Barnes and Noble the other day. That and is I, was, a book. I was like, yep. wait a minute. There's a book about the game. No, or? no. The book series so, came for. Okay. I believe it was a Polish book series. If okay. I'm not Interesting. So, yeah. What's the premise of the book? So. Um, the premise is that you are Geralt of Rivia, who is a witcher, who is a professional monster slayer. Okay. Yeah. Ah, the so, monster slayer type. So basically, mm-hmm. um, he's sort of like a medieval Jedi, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> nice. Uh, he yeah. actually is. That's he, a very yeah. good, he, good comparison. He's really like a medieval Jedi, except he's shunned because witchers have to drink all these different chemicals to make themselves immune to different monster poisons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, so he ends up with the white hair and the weird-looking eyes, so people shun him and, and think he think they're weird and stuff. Um, so anyway, so it's just a huge, from what I hear, the third game is an open world. Yeah, the world the world is ridiculously yeah. big. I can't imagine the number of man hours that went into creating this yeah. this game. It's it's astounding. And it's on across platforms, uh, Xbox One. I think so. I know it's on PlayStation PS2. 4. I know it's on PC because no. that's where I play it. Not PS2. It's not on your 1999 <laughs> Commodore 64. Will. Will has the Jaguar. Six Jaguar. Is hmm? it? Yeah, the Jaguar. That was a mm. console. You want to install this on your Game Boy Color, Will? No, no, no. I have okay. an Xbox One that I, and that's one of the things I was. I'm actually going to start doing now. That I'm getting settled in the home in the home life. I'm actually going to start playing video games. Good, good for you, man. Yes, video yeah. games. It's all on video games. Yeah. And I also might read. Witcher Three is great because <laughs> I don't read. You yeah. could go. Buy like I have it. the Martian book, and I started reading. I read like the first paragraph, and the first the first line was like, "I'm screwed" or something like this. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this book." And then I got should, I got past the page, and I just you should buy. Here, here's what you can do: you can go buy the Last Wish. I believe that's the name of the book, the Witcher book. Buy that, read that, and then you can play the Witcher. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna start with time. an old book. You do it at the same time. Oh, you gonna we can read together. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. that's, that's so cute. Yeah. You can't send me your heartbeat, though, over your No, Apple I can't. Watch. I can't. No. I can send you a text with a heart, and it, it, the pebble will actually recognize it's a heart emoticon, but that's oh, about wow. it. Oh, wow. That's terrible. I'm not going to do that, though. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> anyway, that's a great game. Yeah, so the story here is that it's done it without any DRM, no extra no extra stuff installed. Right, you don't, have yeah. to, you don't have to pay extra money to get like the good part of the game yeah. or anything. Content like, has won yeah, in this case. It's a great game, and it's sold a lot, and that proves that you put out good content, people will buy it. Yep. Same as in any other media. Yeah. We put out this great, con- this great content right here that you're listening to right now. That's right. We're making free. money hand over fist on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how Will got a new house, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is thanks to uh, a little bit of, uh, what is it, Patreon. Yep. That's, uh, how, that's how I bought that Apple Watch. No, I bought the Apple Watch out of just sheer, I, I couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> and I did say, um, I think the last previous podcast that after I closed on the house, I'm going right to the Apple store and pretty you much did. that's you what I did. said that on yep. many previous podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did. Well. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the topic. That was news. Any other news topics? Any no. breaking news, Brian, that we don't? No. Brian's our breaking news expert, by the way. Yeah, so everybody is. knows. During the yeah. podcast, sometimes yeah. he'll be like, guys, breaking news. Breaking news in the podcast. Yeah. This just happened. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. 12 megapixel camera. Yep. So uh, let's talk about the topic today is about trade offs. Um, how do we feel about them? So thinner devices, but sometimes you have to have smaller batteries for a thinner device. Um, guys, who, do, who wants to take this topic first? Uh, I mean, I'll go first here. I, I personally hate super thin devices. I think that they have gotten to the point where they're thin just to be thin. They don't actually serve a purpose. Um, I would have loved to see on the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, for example, they have the how the camera actually extends out on the back. And it drives me insane because it doesn't sit flat unless you have a case on it. Um, I would have rather have seen them make it a little bit thicker and be flush with a larger battery. Like there, I don't understand why you put, you know, why not? Why? why? That and 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 I think there's a lot of people that when they take their when they take their case off of their phone, as I'm doing now, Whoa. as I'm doing now, Getting... it is really small. I mean, it's too thin. It really is too thin to have a hold of. It's, In fact, I don't. I very it's, rarely. It's too hard to hold. It's too hard to hold. It's very slippery. But even if it wasn't slippery, it is too hard to hold. It is yep. too thin. Um, I mean, I think my favorite iPhone, to be honest with you, was actually the 3GS. I mean, the 3 it, it had that, it had that curved back. It just felt really good in your hand because it wasn't too thin. Um, the iPhone 5 and also, wasn't too thin. I think the iPhone 5 was a perfect a perfect thickness because yeah. it, it also had the squared edges, which made it easy to hold. The, yeah, the yeah. edges is what made that phone so yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, I really liked it. Um, the iWatch could technically Apple Watch. Well, I'm sorry, Apple Watch could technically be thinner. Amateur. But the battery life on this is fantastic. So I would say I'm happy with it, with the the, the thickness that it is here, because I can go literally all day and all night on this battery, and it runs just fine. I mean, I'm using it all the time. Not all the time, but you know what I mean. So another place where, where companies seem to be doing trade-offs besides phones are in, like, the, the ports on a computer. So, mm. like, the new, the new MacBook or, I guess, Macs in general have, like, MagSafe ports. Where oh, you yeah. have where you have a proprietary yeah. MagSafe adapter that However, provides the functionality of saving your computer and making it if you happen to like kick the cord or something and ma- your computer won't fall off the desk and it ma- it's really easy to plug and unplug. But on the flip side, it's what is it, like a hundred dollars to replace. You can't you have to use Apple's adapter because it's licensed. Yeah. yeah. Right. However, those adapters are pretty cool. They are. They're great. You know those those are probably one of my favorite inventions. That have come out of Apple. Hmm. Yeah. I really like. I have a. Um, it's not MagSafe, but it's basically a MagSafe ripoff. Is what Microsoft did for the Surface Pro Three, and they, they copied Apple. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's it's magnetic on the. I don't know if the new MagSafe adapters are like this for Apple, but the the Surface cord is magnetic on both sides. It's magnetic on the computer side and on the cord side, so I can stick the cord to just something on my desk so it won't fall off. Um, and that's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I really like having a magnetic port. And when I think, do I want one port that's not magnetic, like in the new MacBook, or do I want, you know, do I want to have that extra ugly port, as Apple might think, 
and and a, a magnetic one for charging. I mean, is that really that big of a deal? Yeah, I mean, it, it almost seems like it's a topic really comes down to design versus functionality, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how much how much is that port worth to you from a design perspective versus a functionality yeah. perspective? And see, I think also on, on the topic of both of those subjects of phones being too thin and the ports, we have to think the people in this room and the people that might be listening to this might be in this this tech bubble, right? And we, we think that everyone wants what we want, but in actuality, like maybe maybe Joe Blow down the street that doesn't really care about technology but has the latest and greatest phone, maybe he wants a super thin phone. Or maybe he maybe he only wants one port because it's it's annoying to yeah. try to figure out which port he's to plug whatever into. Very true. Yeah, right? that is very true. Um, Will, what are your thoughts? You've been oddly no, quiet. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm agreeing with you guys. If if I wasn't if I wasn't agreeing, I'd probably be speaking <laughs> up. But no, I agree. Sometimes things are too small, uh, and you do have to weigh you do have to weigh form and function on what you're doing. I mean, you know, um, the whole one port on the MacBook on the MacBook, you know, taking away these ports. At first glance, I'm like, I don't know if I'd like that, you know, and then you have to, I think, regardless of which, I think you have to try things before you form an opinion. Well, do you, well, because, I will say this, because, you know, you go get a MacBook, you're like, oh, I don't like this because it's one, it's one, it's one port, and then get it home, play with it, see what it's like, and then it's like, you know what, I do have a breakout cable that works just fine, and guess what, now I just have one cable to deal with. Um, so, I don't know, I think it comes down to personal preference. See, I think that the the new Pixel actually did it correctly. Um, what did they do? They put a USB-C on both sides of the device. Okay. So you can charge it from either side, or you can use those for something else. So Sounds they like use the USB idea. for charging as well, mm-hmm. but they also added an additional USB 3.0 port mm-hmm. as well. But that's all it has. It's two yeah. USB-C and a 3.0. I think, and I think SD card as well. I mean, I've been happy with my MacBook Air, and it's got... Um, you well, know, that the, has enough ports, though. No, you it's have got USB. Enough, well, it has less ports than my MacBook Pro did. I mean, I have USB, I have uh, USB 3.0, I have my MagSafe, and I have uh, the, the the headphone jack, which I very rarely ever use. It has an SD slot and a mini port. So it actually does have a lot of slots. Yeah, I mean, you have you have two USB 3.0, you have you know uh, SD, you have Thunderbolt. I very rarely use my um, my uh, headphone jack. I use the headphone jack more than I use Thunderbolt. I I use Bluetooth for the headphones. The only thing that I need in a laptop as far as ports are concerned are a way to charge it and a way to plug my phone into it, and that's really all I need. But you can't do that with the MacBook, at least not without an adapter. Not at the same time, no. Right. Oh, and not at the same time. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, without without having like a a squid Mm -hmm. hanging out of the side of your computer, but... But the thing is, the thing is, though, is, is they they make MacBooks. Don't they make MacBooks with more ports? Mm-mm. They make MacBook the Mac Pros. Pros. It's MacBook yeah. Air, MacBook Pro, yeah. and yeah. MacBook. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a there's an option for you. Right, you if have you the want option. More ports. Yeah, I want um, an in between machine on that though. Uh, okay. Yeah, a MacBook with what with the, what the Pixel has with a USB C port on both sides would be absolutely perfect for me because yep. my next computer is going to be a MacBook. I just I need not I need a, it to either be cheaper. Not a I need Pixel. The process, no, uh, I think the yeah, Pixel's no. ugly. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> very anyways, boxy. Well, there you go. Yeah, but I want it to be cheaper, the processor to be faster, or to have one more USB C port. That's that's mm. all I really want out of the next MacBook. So you want a MacBook, or MacBook. are you looking at? Are you just saying Mac? MacBook. MacBook. No, MacBook. You don't want an Air. You don't want a Pro. See, no, I want the and, MacBook. 
Unless they change the display on the Air, my next machine would be a MacBook as well. Really? I hate this display. I want a. I want the Retina display. You want the Retina like display? That, that is, I'm not buying anything that's not. Right. That doesn't would, you would, would you buy a 15? So you're going to get a 13-inch uh, computer, right? 13-inch-ish, right? Because the MacBook's actually 12. It's actually 12. Mm-hmm. Um... Hmm. And that's a big deal because, look, I have a 4K monitor at home next to a 1080p touch display. And looking at the 4K monitor and then looking over at the 1080p monitor, I mean, the 1080p monitor looks like crap. And it's well, not. I mean, that's what we all have. It works. It's what we're used to. But yeah. having those things side by side makes you realize how much better it could, high yeah, pixel Why is. would you put them side by side? <laughs> because because I have dual monitors. Oh. So why could, wouldn't I, Josh? <laughs> Come on. It could also be the quality of the display as well, though. It's a 1080p display. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the quality of the actual display. Oh well, I mean it's not a, it's not like a crap display or anything. I mean it's not the best, but it's a, it's a, it's hmm. de- decent 1080p display. Things getting heated know, up in here. I don't know what my next computer. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know what my next computer is going to be. I mean, I love my a MacBook Mac? Air. No, no, I'll say it. I like my <laughs> MacBook Air. Well, yes, it's going to be a Mac. I like my MacBook Air because I do like the thinness. I like the um, you know, the the the, the SSD. This is my first computer like, with an SSD. You like the Apple logo? Uh yeah, but I'm saying uh, the the speed of the SSD is is awesome. Having that 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 mm-hmm. that that speed, and I think that kind of sells me. So I don't know, maybe a MacBook Pro 13 inch, maybe a MacBook. I don't know. The speed of these new SSDs is so ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. I do think the MacBooks though are a little underpowered. Yes, than MacBooks? like the MacBooks. The MacBooks and, have a Core M processor, and yeah. for. All for most people, like what they do, like going on the internet and maybe like doing some writing or checking email, whatever. That's perfect. That's fine. Yeah. But, but th- there's people like in tech circles, like we are, like we we'll see, we see that kind of machine with a core and processor, and we're like, oh, I can't run a virtual machine on that. Yeah. And yeah. that's not what the machine's for. No, you it's have not. To, you have to look at it for the use purpose that Apple, like, didn't like specifically say, you know, this is what it's for. I guess, but. But clearly, that's what they're intending. They're not intending you to take it and use it like a MacBook Pro. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that, and, it has Pro in the and name. It could be. That's what it's and I don't for. think the Air when it, when the Air initially came out, I don't think the Air was really meant to replace a Pro computer. I think it was that light. Hey, I'm going to have something in my, um, you know, my bag that I can throw around. This light that's portable, ultra portable. I think the Air actually ended up replacing the original MacBook, right? Because yes, that's it did. Like, that's like the, the, middle, right. the middle of the road type of Mac now, Mac portable. Have you had a chance to play with the MacBook keyboard? I have. I use it. What do you the, think? I use it at the Apple Store. And okay, so the reason the MacBook, I want the MacBook to be my next computer, is because, like I mentioned earlier, how did this how did this conversation turn into a Mac conversation? I don't know. Apple conversation. It's, it's, this it's, is about trade offs and the MacBook keyboard. This is, is about. Okay. This, this is, is about this is actually very relevant. Okay. This is, right. Yes, so, I agree with you, Phil. <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm a writer. I like to write, and the Surface is not the perfect thing for that because of the keyboard. If I take it out onto a small table or I don't have something to put it on, yes. I can't type very well. So I want something that's about this size, which a MacBook is, yeah. and I want it to be able to have a keyboard so I can type on it. So typing is like the most important thing if I'm buying it to write on. Yeah. So I went to the Apple store and I tried it out and I typed some stuff and my initial reaction was there is absolutely no travel in those keyboards, but it makes this clicky feel. Like so the, you don't actually like feel your fingers going down that much, but yeah. there's like this sensation of a click somehow. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. I love the clicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually I got used to it super fast just using it in the in the Apple store for like five minutes. So I think I'm actually okay with that. So yeah, so I don't know. I like the MacBook keyboard. Um I did, I don't own one, so I've only had a chance to play with them in the store and so far. 
I like them at first glance mm-hmm. without actually having one and owning one. Eh, it's know. it's a very divisive topic because Could some you... people that have typed on it that I've talked to, I think like Brian so, hate it. Yeah, but I actually like it. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's very shallow. Um, I, there's not a lot of travel on the keys, mm-hmm. so it it's hard for me to tell. It's almost like typing on a surface. Um, wow, yeah, I think it's different. So I think it's very different, actually. Well, and what I mean by surface. that, <laughs> what I mean, and not even not even this particular keyboard. It reminds me more of the soft touch surface keyboard. The touch one, like the original touch yeah. keyboard. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Because there's no what? travel, so little travel. You know, you're touching keys, but they're not really moving. So it's just something I think I could probably grow to like it. Um, but just playing with it, I wasn't a fan of it. Hmm. Um, could you get a third-party keyboard for the Surface that would do? You can use any keyboard you want with it. It's a full Windows computer. The it's only difference Bluetooth. is you can't plug it in right here. No, it's not Bluetooth. It's not. No. You could use, you could put a Bluetooth, you could pair a Bluetooth keyboard, but the thing about the Surface is that it works with this to where it goes to sleep whenever you close it. Okay, Okay. I see some pins there. Well, that's what what I was was going to ask. It's not Bluetooth. Are there third party keyboards that will do the click thing that you could find? No. No. Okay. So, did you see, speaking of keyboards, did you see that uh, LG roll up keyboard today? Yeah. It's kind of blocky. It rolls up into a, just like a stick, basically. Yeah. Just throw it in your pocket. What a trade off. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah. and going back to the phone for a second, do you think Apple designed the iPhone 6 with the camera with the camera that kind of sits up a little bit because they intend you to use a case with it? Like that's why it's so small and so thin is because they're like, look, you need to buy a case for this thing. Uh, I think they know that most people use cases and they probably designed that designed it like that uh, with that in mind yeah but i have a feeling that like in in johnny ives heart of hearts he hates that it sticks out and mm-hmm. they're probably going to do something about that in the future yeah well, but i mean ca- cameras have to have that depth we might find out well, on September if, 9th. It, correct me if i'm wrong but isn't recently the apple is uh not recalling but offering um that's the front camera the f- camera. Is, no, no i thought it was back the back camera wait what it's the back camera and only Becoming certain models skewed off Certain models of the uh, iPhone 6 Plus, mm-hmm. uh, between two dates, I don't remember what they were. It was the first couple batches, though. The They had an issue where the camera was fuzzy, and it would never focus. Big Bruce oh. had um, a problem Bruce with actually had that problem, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but th- what they're doing is they're doing a, an REP, a replacement program, for the camera module itself. So the question is, what, did that become? Was it a fault of it sticking out and over time becoming skewed off? And no, no, it was okay. an it was an issue internal with, only. Wow. I think it actually had to do with the uh, the reason it only affected the six plus and not the six, is because it had something to do with the uh, what's that extra feature that oh uh, the stabilization, the stabilization. Yeah. Yeah. So in general, we can say that trade offs depend on your individual use case. I think it, I think so, but so I think trade offs affect techies like us yeah. more than they would affect the average consumer because I'm I'm fairly certain that most people love having a thin phone. Whereas those of us in this room might like it to be a little bit thicker and well, have more battery more life. More battery, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and I kind of feel like more battery is something anybody could get behind, right? Yeah. Everybody hates their battery dying. True. Maybe. But not as I many people use the phone as much as... I feel like yeah, I, I use disagree, my phone I disagree a lot. with that. You think? Yeah. I mean, mm. think about Snapchatters and, you know, kids these days and yeah. and what they do. Kids you know? these days. Well, I mean, you're an old man so, now, Brian. Sorry. <laughs> But seriously, though, you know, all the social network stuff, all the mm-hmm. all the photo stuff, all the video stuff, uh, was it Viber and, you know, all these Vine. different Vine, Periscope, you know, all these different things. I mean, that takes a toll on the battery pretty quickly, you know, mm-hmm. so those kinds mm-hmm. of things. I mean, I made a phone call and was on a phone for 
two hours yesterday and I was at 70 something percent, you know, and that's just a phone yeah. call. All right, yeah. but so if you're a, if you're a woman that doesn't carry a purse, where do you put a big thick phone at? Where do you put a thin phone? In your back pocket. And you sit on it and you break it. Right. And then it bends. I, pe- I keep one of my phones in my back pocket sometimes and it's fine. Your iPhone? Yeah. Well, do you sit down on it? Both phones actually, but I sit down on my HTC phone sometimes. It doesn't hurt. Well. I once, I once, I once well, sat. Yeah. On, I, I once put my phone in my back pocket while I was doing something. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to sit down. I'm putting it in the back pocket, and I'm going to just go. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm hammering a nail in a wall or something like that. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting on my phone. I'm like, oh man. So I take the phone out and I'm like, okay, did it bend? Did it bend? Did it bend? Okay, whew, no, it didn't. I don't think they've been as hard as easy as the they media initially let out. Because right, okay, I'm like, I'm a time to close out the show. Will's back and the Apple Will's show is over. And it's done. No, it's not the Apple show. We're done. We're done uh, hammering nails and opening phone <laughs> cases. I did get a uh, stud finder from my wall. This is pretty oh, high yeah. tech. Yeah. Cool. It actually shows the width of the stud that you're looking at. So special preview. Uh, next episode, uh, we're going to talk about home automation. Right, and sounds home, good to me. Yeah. Home tech home stuff, things, yeah. home things. Hopefully, we'll just we'll got a new home. I got a new home, and already I've got some home tech in it. Like yep. literally, and this was really cool. I I tie whoa, 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 whoa. Um, teaser. Not, this on, is a teaser. Teaser. A teaser. Okay, all right. Teaser. I tie. Right. So I have a uh, Wemo uh, remotes all over my, well over some of the house, and uh, it's nice because I can walk in my front door and say, Alexa, turn on the lamps, and pops them all on. I can tell it to turn on individual rooms. So, what'll be great is Will will have some tips on on. You know, making your home a little smarter and and um, you know, teching it out. So, um, check us out. Uh, give us some ratings and reviews on iTunes, on Stitcher. We're also on Stitcher. Um, you can leave comments on our blog. Take the next turn dot com. That new blog post I've been promising is coming soon. Blog.venue.com. That's you know the one you've been um, hearing about for three weeks. No, it's tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna make Josh post so, it tomorrow because I finished it. So Phil is, is doing a new blog post. It'd be great. Uh, actually, Brian is on board. He's yeah. going to start writing some blog posts. And Will has promised I me he's going to write a post. I actually will write a post. I wrote I wrote an article to kind of test myself on, oh, yeah? on Medium Great. the other day. And I, I, I'm getting hits on it. So. Is it on the Apple Watch? Medium? No. No, no, no. It's not on the Apple Watch. It's actually oh. about TED Talks. Okay. And actually, right, I didn't good. write anything. I just right. pasted a bunch of stuff in. Great. So check <laughs> us out. Um, check us out on the blog for some good content coming. <laughs> and uh, you can check us out at www.binu.com. And we will see you next week.